Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast. I'm Haley Luckadoo, educator, website designer, wedding planner, and big dreamer who took a hobby business born out of a college dorm room and turned it into a successful multi-business empire. I run on hard work and Dr. Pepper, and if it comes in pink, you better believe I want it. This podcast is for women in almost any industry who want the resources and inspiration to do what sets their soul on fire. I'll interview women who are exceptional at what they do to bring you the tools and knowledge that you need to succeed and to create the life you dream of. Welcome to the first official episode of Females on Fire. You guys, I don't think I have ever been more excited than I am right now. If you know me at all, then you know that this is a passion project that has been on my heart and on my mind for a good little while, and it is finally getting started, and I am so excited about that. So number one, Thank you if you're tuning in already. It's amazing to be on episode one and know that there are already people tuning in and listening. So thank you for letting me into your world for just a little bit. Secondly, if you don't know who I am, my name is Haley Luckadoo, and I am a multi-passionate, multi-business, creative entrepreneur. That's how I like to describe myself because I do hashtag all the things. So I started out in wedding planning. I'm still in wedding planning, but I started out in wedding planning um, about four and a half years ago. I was still in college. I was 21 years old and I had zero experience running a business. I had no idea how to get started but it just sort of happened upon me and I would plan parties and formals and things like that in college. And I thought, you know, I would love to plan weddings. And my mom and I had always talked about my wedding, what it would be like. And we had planned um, some things for other people and always joked about how we should open a wedding planning business together. So finally, I got sick of the what if and started saying, why not? And I looked at my mom and I was like, let's do this. We could totally do it. And she kind of thought it was a joke at first, not going to lie. But I put pen to paper. I did my research. I really started this thing that I thought could work. And it did. And I built my wedding planning company, Fairytale Pursuits from the ground up. And it started to actually turn into a real business. It started to become successful. And I started really getting good at running a business. As much as I am good at the creative side of it, I'm very, very good at the logistics. I'm super organized. I used to work in executive assisting and personal assisting, did lots of administrative work. So that's really what I'm good at. So running a business came a little bit naturally, I think. And in 2017, 
I was helping some fellow wedding vendors that were friends of mine out with some of their business tasks, lots of blogging, social media, things like that, and just really helping them start to build up their own businesses. And in doing that, I figured out that I really enjoyed it for number one. And number two, that they were all telling me like, you should make a business out of this. You should really start helping other professionals do this kind of work. And I thought about it a little bit and I went to my husband who I married in 2016, January of 2016. And I said, you know, I think I'm going to make this a business. And my husband, Luke, who has always been more than supportive and has always pushed me to do everything that I thought I could do was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And so I did. I started a virtual assistant company called Peonies on the Port. And it took off so much faster than I ever could have imagined. I mean, guys, it was surreal the way that this took off. And this was back before everybody and their mama thought they could do virtual assistant work. But it very quickly became a full-time business of its own and very quickly became my most profitable business. And it was an entirely different world building that business because it was so different from wedding planning. It was very, you know, logistics based. It was very business minded. It was very organized. It, it didn't really have the creative space necessarily that wedding planning and designing had. And that was kind of a good thing. It was working both sides of my brain. It was working the multiple passions inside of me. But what was interesting is that after getting out of executive assisting and the administrative and personal assistant work that I had done back in college, I swore I would never do it again. So it was so interesting. And this is why you should never say you're never going to do something because plans change, you guys. But it was so interesting that I was back in this space and that this time I was really enjoying it because it was being put to work in such a different way. So fast forward a few months, I've got two really amazing businesses that I super enjoy. And Luke and I just sort of had an opportunity fall into our lap to purchase another business. Um, and it's a local wedding vendor association in our area. And we did, and we dove headfirst into something we had never even considered. And we're, you know, working on building that up as we go too. And so all of a sudden we had three businesses before age 30. And that was just a crazy thing to think about and a crazy mindset to get into, but it was real. And it's so funny because we, when we got married, we're in a space where we barely covered our bills and we scraped by from week to week and we didn't take vacations because we couldn't afford them. And we didn't go out with friends because we couldn't afford it. And we didn't really do anything. And it was lots of nights of Netflix and cheap spaghetti and just really not being able to accomplish anything we wanted to accomplish because we just didn't have the money. We didn't have the resources. We didn't have the experience. And so to be here only four years later 
and to have those things and to be able to make that time for ourselves and to do all of that is just super, super amazing. And then in June of this year, 2018, I was able to launch my own personal site, which is HaleyLuckadoo.net. And on there is an amazing blog full of tons of resources for creative entrepreneurs because I expanded out of just helping wedding professionals and really just wanting to touch female creative entrepreneurs in general. And so there's a great blog on there. I started a coaching program, really refined my virtual assistant services and started a template shop. And that all took off really well too. And so in the meantime, I sort of had this idea of this podcast and being able to reach more women in business through this podcast and give them the resources that they need to succeed in their businesses and, and just in their lives in general. And so I'm super excited to finally get this started. And I hope that gives you sort of an insight into where I came from and where I am now. So thank you again for joining me on this journey. I'm going to share a lot of my own personal experiences through this podcast. And I hope that that benefits you in some way with whatever season that you're in in life. With that, I'm also going to be interviewing some absolutely amazing women. These are women who absolutely kill it in their industry. I mean, they're just rocking their business. They're hustling. They're resting. They're, they're doing everything that we all wish that we could do every day. And they are creating a life for themselves that's absolutely just astonishing. And people that I truly look up to and that have touched my life or reached me or changed my life in some way. And so that I hope will also do that for you. So this episode is just going to be me, but next time we will definitely have a guest to talk about a topic that I really think will benefit a lot of you. So for this particular episode, I want to go ahead and be able to let you leave here with something. And I would like you to leave this podcast with some sort of little tidbit of something you can take with you every day. And so I want to sort of talk about something that really is close to my heart and something that I think would really benefit a lot of people to hear. And that's actually something that I talked about recently on my blog. So if you're a follower of my blog, you've sort of already heard this, but I'm going to go a little more in depth about it. And it's definitely something you could afford to hear twice because I think it's something that we all need to hear every day. And that is the six lies that women in business need to stop believing. And in reality, this is it's not just women in business, it's women in general. And actually, I take that back because this applies to men too. Let's not rule out the guys. Just six lies that we as people need to stop believing. And number one is that you have to do everything. And if you read the blog, then you kind of know this story that I told about how I have a friend and we were at lunch one day recently and we were discussing all of the things that I'm doing, all of these you know, businesses and all of these little ventures that I'm trying to accomplish and, you know, just the blogging and the posting on Instagram and all of the things that come along with running businesses. And after I told her all of the things that were going on, she made a joke. And I think she was 
sort of half serious. You know, sometimes you make jokes where you sort of mean it, but you sort of don't. But she made a joke that I was making her look bad. And I didn't even know how to respond to that because that was absolutely not my intention. And it sort of stung me a little bit just to, to feel that way. And I hated not what she said, but that specifically that she felt that way because it's just not what I meant to do. I wasn't trying to make her feel like she was less than, and I wasn't trying to make her feel like she wasn't doing enough. And so that's the number one lie that I want you to stop believing about yourself is that you have to do everything. If you are doing something that you truly enjoy and that you're good at and that you're able to make a business out of or make money off of, then by all means, just do that. You do not have to do everything. You do not have to run three businesses just because your best friend does. You do not have to do anything just because someone else is doing it. And if you're in a space where you are going above and beyond the norm, then you should be proud of that. You should never feel like you're doing less than enough. And that's what bothered me so much with my friend was that she is in that space. She is in a space where she's running a business that, yeah, she's building it. It's not exactly where she wants it to be yet, but it's successful. And I see her vision and I see her dream and I know how successful she's going to be just in a couple of months, let alone a couple of years. And so I, I tried to explain to her not to compare herself to me, but I want you guys to hear that too, because I feel like, and again, I'm, I'm sort of preaching a little bit to women simply because I know that's sort of the audience that I reach the most. And that's definitely the people that I hear from every day that are struggling with this. But men, you can take this too, if, if we've got any men listening. Just stop believing that you are not enough. That's what I want you to get out of that lie. Stop believing that you have to do everything. The second lie that I want you to stop believing about yourself is that you can't follow multiple passions. So this is definitely the polar opposite of the last lie. So on the flip side, I just want you to understand that if you have multiple goals, if you have multiple dreams, if you have multiple visions, you can do them. You are not stuck in a box where you are only allowed to follow one dream. I cannot tell you how many people I have said, yes, I run multiple businesses. And they're like, really? You're only 25. How do you do that? How do you manage all of these things? Well, it's not easy. Duh. I put so much work into it. It's like having three full-time jobs. I mean, it's ridiculously insane the amount that I work. And that's an entire other topic because I am a huge workaholic. I don't recommend that for anybody. Something I'm working on about myself, but I put in the work. And that's the point is that you are not going to follow multiple passions if you're lazy. But if you do have multiple dreams and you really see yourself tapping into a few different potentials, don't feel like you have to stop your own growth and put your own dreams on hold 
because someone else told you that you can't. I want you to understand that it's okay to be multi-passionate. I am living, breathing proof of that. And if I had listened to what other people told me, then I would have one wedding planning business right now. And as much as I love wedding planning, as much as I love that business, that would not have been enough for me. So I hope that you get everything that you want to get because I hope that you're willing to work for everything that you want. It's on you to care about your dreams and it's on you to get started. Number three is that you need to be into fill in the blank. Ladies, you do not have to do yoga. Honestly, you don't. You really, really do not. You do not have to be a runner. You do not have to join CrossFit. You do not have to sell essential oils or use essential oils. And let me preface this by saying there is absolutely nothing wrong with yoga, with CrossFit, with being a runner, with selling essential oils. There's nothing wrong with any of it. If you love any of those things, I am not putting you down. I am like more power to you. Please keep doing your thing. If you love it, let it rock your world. I am telling you, I know some girls who swear by yoga and I am like, that is so awesome that you have found a way to relax. You have found something you enjoy. That is amazing. I cannot get into yoga. I am not a yoga girl. I do not run. If I am running from something, you should be afraid because something is chasing us. That's where we're at with running. I'm not a runner. The point of this lie is that you do not have to be into something simply because someone else is. Again, if you are into any of these things, I hope you're not offended because there's nothing wrong with any of that. But if you are doing it because your friend does, or because that girl that you follow on Instagram that has so many followers does, then you are doing it wrong. You do not have to devote your time, your energy, your well-being into anything that you do not enjoy. Does that mean that you should not try new things? Absolutely not. If you have never tried yoga, you should try it. You might end up loving yoga. If you've never joined CrossFit, but you thought about it, join CrossFit. Maybe it will change your life. So do whatever you want to do. Just do it because you want to do it and not because someone else wants you to do it. I'm a huge believer in doing your own thing, forging your own path. It is okay to be the odd one out. I am the only person in my group of friends who does not do one of those activities, yoga, CrossFit, running. I struggle very hard to work out. That is not something that I enjoy. I would rather take care of myself in other ways. And I am working on finding something for me that works. And for me, I'd rather honestly go take like a dance class or something to get sort of a workout in. And I don't really have a lot of friends that enjoy doing that. And that's okay. I am the odd one out. I do not go to their yoga classes with them. I go out for lunch with them or for coffee. I 
don't drink coffee, but I watch them drink coffee while I drink a Dr. Pepper. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love some Dr. Pepper, but I don't do anything because someone else does it. And that's what I want you to get is that you don't have to either. You can do whatever you want to do and sit the other stuff out and it is okay. Number four is that there's only one way to do something. And this is one that I personally never had a problem with, but I know a lot of women who do. You cannot do something in a way that someone has already done it and expect to get the same result. There are a million different ways to do anything and everything. There is no one way to do something. So if you know that girl or you follow her on Instagram or you don't know her personally, but you kind of know of her and she got all of these followers on Instagram by doing X, you are not guaranteed that if you go do X, whatever it is, that it's going to work. Why? Because you are not her. You do not have her followers. You do not reach the same people as she does. You are not the same person. So you cannot expect the same result. You have to be willing to, and this goes back to forging your own path. You've got to be willing to look at the road that she took and then look at that patch of grass beside it and go, no, I'm going to build a road through that patch of grass because there's another way to do it. And you could be the one to find that way and you could make it something totally different than what she made it. And that's a really beautiful thing. And this is one of those things where I think there's a lot of people, and especially in the creative industry and in that space, because it's so competitive and it's so, so many people. But I think this is where a lot of people are going to tell you, if you want this, then blank. If you want this, then you have to do it this way. If you want to publish this book, then it has to have this in it. If you want to start a podcast, then you have to do it this way and have this microphone. If you want to get into the wedding industry, then you have to start out by working for somebody else. No, you don't. You do not have to do any of those things. Is that what maybe the professionals that are already doing those things recommend? Sure. Why not? That's probably how they got there. But that's not your journey. That's not your road. So you've got to be the one willing to stand up and say, no, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to be different. Being different is the only way that you stand out. If you're not different, then you're going to get lost in a crowd of people that already exist. And you've probably heard people tell you that you're the only you that will ever exist. And that's so true for this. That is the only way that you're going to succeed in the long run is to be you and do things your own way. So please, if you're starting anything, whatever it is, please understand that you can do it however you want to do it. Whatever you think is going to work best, follow your gut and do it the way you want. Number five, and this is a big one. Oh my gosh, this is something I struggle with. Let's be real on the daily. I go through this every single day with myself and have to just stop and remind myself of this. And I know there are so many women out there struggling with this. The fifth lie 
that I need you to stop believing is that she has it all figured out. And the she in here is going to be a different person for all of you. But whoever she is, whether it's someone you follow on Instagram, whether it's somebody you know in real life, whoever it is, she did not start at the top. She did not start at the top, guys. She probably started from the bottom of the barrel. Odds are she has had the long days, the sleepless nights, the crazy meltdowns of tears that you never thought would stop coming, the pep talks from other people and that she had to give herself, the days that she wanted to quit. She has had it all just like you. She did not start where she is. And I want to get a little farther into that by saying that it's okay if you want what she has. There are people in this world that will tell you that you are not supposed to want what other people have, that you are not supposed to be jealous, that you are not supposed to crave anything that anybody else has in their life. And I am here to tell you that that is a subtitle of this lie. You are allowed to be jealous. Do not let it become you. Do not let it take over your life. But you are allowed to be jealous. You are allowed to crave the attention and the profit and the success and the motivation that she has. You are allowed to want those things for yourself. You are allowed to want to say, gosh, I wish I could be full-time like that. Or I wish I had that many Instagram followers. Or I wish my business was that successful. Or I wish I could reach that many people. You are allowed to feel those feelings. Do not put yourself down for feeling those feelings. But you have got to let yourself wallow in that for a moment and only a moment. Not let it negatively impact your life or the way you treat that woman, because I think that is a problem. People get jealous and they treat other people poorly. Do not treat her bad because she has success that you want. Get up. You've had your moment. You've wallowed. You felt sorry for yourself for half a second. And now you're moving on. Do not let the jealousy overcome you. Just be proud of her for the work that she has put in and the work that she has created, and let that be a reminder to you of where you're heading, and let that be a motivator for you to work even harder. In a world where everybody has dreams, everybody's working towards something, you've got to allow yourself, force yourself even, to be happy for everyone else. And in the meantime, you have got to keep working hard, You've got to stay motivated. You've got to keep really pushing yourself in the direction that you want to go and focus on making a positive impact on the world in whatever way you want to. The biggest thing about this is that you have got to stop comparing your beginning to her middle. And again, whoever she is to you, stop comparing your beginning to her middle because she did not start there. She is in the middle of a journey that she has probably worked very, very hard for. And you are at the beginning of yours. And maybe you're not at the beginning. Maybe you've been working on it for a while, but you're not 
in the exact same place that she is and you're not on the same journey that she's on. So let that be okay. Let yourself continue to be motivated by what she's doing. Continue to seek success for yourself, whatever success looks like for you. And just be okay with where you're at and the season that you're in right now. I know what it's like to want so much more. I sat in a crappy apartment with my newlywed husband and no money and no success and no anything except the passion in my heart and the vision that I had almost three years ago and craved so much more than what I had. And now I still do it. I scroll through Instagram every day. I listen to podcasts every day of women and I'm like, I want to be you. And then I have to remind myself of how far I have come and all of the hurdles that I have jumped over and all of the things that I have accomplished. And I have to stop and remind myself that somewhere out there is a woman who's wishing she could be me. And that's so powerful. Every time you feel like you want what someone else has, stop for a second and remember that somebody out there wants what you have. They're wishing they were you. They're wishing they had all of the things that you have in your life or that you've gotten or that you've accomplished. So give yourself the grace to accept the season and the space that you are in because I promise that eventually you will get to your middle or you will get to your goal or your dream and you will make it happen. Last but not least, and this is honestly the biggest lie that I see women believe every single day. And this is the one that truly breaks my heart because we're all guilty of thinking we can't do it all. We're all guilty of thinking we can do it all but there's only one way to do it. We're all guilty of comparing ourselves to other people. We're all guilty of trying something just because someone else told us to. But this is the one that really breaks my heart. And that's that failure is the end of the road. I don't know how many different ways I can say this, but you are going to fail at something. Whatever it is, whether it's your first business venture or your fifth, or maybe it's just a small part of your business, like you wrote your first book or whatever it is, you're going to fail at something. Maybe you fail just at Instagram. You just can't get the followers. You can't get the likes. You don't know how to post. You fail at Instagram. Who knows? Whatever your thing is, you're going to fail at something. It is inevitable. And it's because we're human. And we cannot be perfect at everything all of the time. Running a business and really doing anything for that matter, God knows, I know we've got some stay-at-home moms who are going to be like, yes, preach to me, girl. Anything that you do requires trial and error. It requires an insane amount of motivation and hard work. And it requires taking risks beyond what you ever thought you could. But sometimes those risks backfire and that is okay. You will fail. They will backfire. Things will not always work out the way you want them to, 
but failure is not the end. And that is what I see women believe every day. They try something and they fail at it one time and they give up or they try something and they realize how hard it's going to be or that they don't have the money or that they don't have the time or they don't have whatever resource they think they need and they quit. And that breaks my heart because I see beautiful, amazing, inspirational women, some that I know in my own personal life, who have so much potential and who have so much power within themselves to do something and be something so amazing. And they quit because they failed one time. Ladies, If you will let it, failure can be an incredible, humbling experience, but you have to allow it to be. I am here today to tell you that failure is not the end of the road. It is the end of the lane, and it means that it is time to turn on your signal, merge over into another lane, get yourself together, and speed back up. Failure is telling you that this way did not work. And maybe that's because you need a different way. Maybe that's because it's not the right time. Maybe that's because you're not in a place yet to make it work. Whatever the reason is, it doesn't mean that it's the end. If you constantly believe that a no is an acceptable answer for your dreams, you're never going to get anywhere. If you constantly believe that one little misstep on your path is the end of your journey, you are never going to get anywhere. I cannot tell you how many times in all of the businesses that I run, in all of the things that I do, that I have failed. That I have failed myself, that I have failed my husband, that I have failed my family or my friends. And it doesn't matter because I got up I switched gears a little and I kept going. And that is what matters, that you keep going. You have got to stop letting yourself believe that you are not allowed to fail. It is only after risking failure that you will be able to appreciate the success that you have created. Nobody that has it easy, nobody that has ever failed, nobody that has ever had to work for it and put in the time and the passion and the grit and the work and the energy and the sleepless nights, nobody that has ever had to do those things has ever stood up and talked about their success and made people feel something about it. Because if it came easy to you, you didn't have to work as hard for it and you can't appreciate it as much. And that's not to say that if you're good at something that you don't appreciate it because that's not at all what I'm saying. But if you didn't have to put in the work and you don't know what it feels like to maybe not necessarily fail, but just to risk failing, then you don't know what you have. You don't know what climbing a ladder feels like because you didn't climb it. My point is that if you're running a business or if you're doing anything, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're an influencer, if you're still working a corporate job, but you've got this side hustle that you're rocking and you're dreaming of taking it full time someday, whatever it is that you're doing, 
you right here in this moment today have to start acknowledging how fully capable you are. You have to start believing that you are good enough, that you can accomplish everything that you want, and that you are made for so much more than where you're at right now. And then you need to go out and you need to remind a fellow woman in your life that she's that awesome too, because she needs that motivation as much as you do. And so that's what I really, really want you to get out of this today is that you have to just start believing in yourself enough that you are not condemned to the box that everyone else is inevitably going to put you in. You are not stuck in a space that someone else has created for you because you are ready to show up for your own life. You are ready to take control of your dreams, of your goals. You are ready to put in the hard work, the motivation, the time, the energy that it takes to get where you want to go and no one is going to stop you. And that's really what I want you to believe for today and every day. And I want you to keep reminding yourself of that because ladies, I see you killing it. I see you all when I'm scrolling through my Instagram, when I'm scrolling through Facebook groups, when I'm going out to lunch with you, I'm, I'm hearing it all. And you're all amazing at what you do. And if you don't do it yet, then I'm here to tell you that you're going to be amazing when you decide to do it. Right now, I am working on getting so many amazing women to come on and talk about their experiences and their expertise. And I just know that you're going to love the future episodes. So I really hope that you'll tune back in and I really hope that you have an amazing week and that you keep working toward your goals and that you're just constantly inspired by everything around you. And I'll see you next time. That's it for this time, ladies. But if you have just a minute, it would make my day if you would write a review and share how much you love this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the best of the best. If you're not already subscribed to the newsletter or following along on Instagram, you can find me at Haley Luckadoo on all social media and at HaleyLuckadoo.net for this episode's show notes, the blog, the shop, and pretty much all the good stuff. I'll be bringing you a new episode very soon, but until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.